Welcome to Game of... Nope. <laughs> Welcome to Thrones and Scones. Welcome to Game of Thrones and Scones. Welcome to Game Scones of Us. Hi, it's... Uh... <sighs> it's been a long week. <laughs> it's Tony Hans and Jeremy in with you talking Season 5, Episode 5, Kill the Boy and Strawberry Raspberry on your weekday morning podcast where we talk Game of Thrones of record. It's, it's just... it's. Is it unsalvageable at this point, perhaps? Nah, it's good. Nah, it's all it's, good. It's, it's flawless. No one realized flawless. it. Flawless. People are still yawning and waking up at this point, and they don't even tune in for another four and a half minutes or so. So let's, uh, do you guys just want to get some uh, some real uh, complex, uh, all I can think of is the word concentrated, because it's very early for me as well, but that's not what I want. Um, what's the one when it's like uh, opinions that are not popular? Controversial. Controversial. You want to get some controversial opinions out there? Yeah. Like uh, women should not be allowed to uh, own horses. I I've heard don't that think one. They, yeah, I just don't. Yeah. I just don't think they should. Um, Makes maybe, sense to uh, me. Yeah, maybe cats should actually decide the president. <laughs> maybe cats. Uh, controversial? Uh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Did you ever watch the Puppy Bowl on the uh, Super Bowl? I am familiar. Emily, Emily always wants to turn it on there, and I really don't understand how it's a sport. They just let the puppies play on a like printout screen kind of thing. I don't really get the whole touchdown or or scoring. And there's like thirty footballs. I I really don't. <laughs> it's confusing to me. That's how I feel watching actual football. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> so it's better. <sighs> but. Uh... Yes. So, sorry. Season five, episode five. Um, middle of the middle of the season. It's been hit and miss thus far. But uh, are you guys ready to tackle tackle the end of the week here? Would you like a little plot action? A little hot plot? Yeah, definitely. All right. I can I can give that to you if you so choose. Are you uh, Are you happy with the voice that you're hearing? Would you like something a little sexier? Something a little dirtier? Something a little bit more uh, offensive? <laughs> it's It's your call. <laughs> Uh, How about uh, little Price is Right, Bob Parker? Bob Parker. Bob Parker. Bob Parker. Is it Bob Parker? Who is it? Bob Barker. Barker. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Um, I don't know what. I've never. I don't think I've ever once actually watched <laughs> The Price is Right. What? But I can do an impression of what I imagine he sounds like. Sure. Well, who? Uh, who's uh, the host now? <laughs> Drew Carey. Uh, Drew Carey. Yeah. yeah. Does he have a voice like? No, do 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 uh, Robert Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Parker, first of his name. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, <clears throat> uh, it's me, Bobby Parker here, <laughs> obsessed with your pets and genitals, and we're gonna be talking about those in a minute here. But first. Danny makes a difficult decision in Marine. John recruits the help of an unexpected ally. Why don't you reach into my pocket and see who it is? Brienne searches for Sansa, and Theon remains under Ramsay's control. Be sure to spay and neuter your pets. I'm Bobby Parker. Sounds, Bobby, don't forget along the lines of like a reverend. Give me, give me a, <laughs> and then just give me a cool come on down, Tony. Come on down. <laughs> I think you nailed it. Thank you. So, thanks so much. Did you like uh, so that I threw in that Bob, Bobby Parker would be a nice uh, Sansa guy? He'd be one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're getting, we get a lot of Sansas, by the way. 
Yeah, Still. I'm thinking maybe we might have to just establish that that is her preferred pronunciation. I, I think so. Because I think uh, I hear Sansa more than I hear Sansa in the show. Yeah. The, on, yeah, the only thing that throws me with that is I know there's this scene um, where Sansa says, I'm Sansa Stark of Winterfell. This is my home. So if she says it, Sansa, I feel like we yeah. should respect her wishes. I mean, do we really trust her, though? No, God no, no, but still, still. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm partial to Sansa anyway, so. Well, you and Joe Jonas. Uh. <laughs> well, let's kill some boys, shall we? Tackling the, uh, the, the fifth episode of the fifth season. And I didn't do the official math, but I believe our 50th episode. Oof. I'm either I'm either on the money or one off, but I think that this is our 50th uh, episode. So welcome to it, boys. As we've already established, most podcasts don't reach this point for a much healthier amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> and they're healthy. Uh, and they're yeah, they're healthy and they're sustainable. Yes. I think we've really uh, we're really hoping that finish line comes in sight soon. Uh, yeah, it is. I would say it's even more impressive given our podcast was pretty much dead on arrival anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I did have this conversation yesterday at work with a coworker who said, "Hey, I was in uh, I was in traffic a bunch over the weekend, and uh, I was like, you know what? I'll 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 listen to an episode of uh, of Tony's podcast." And I was like, "Oh, awesome!" She's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So I queued up your. Uh, uh, I just picked one at random. I was like, oh, I'll get a season recap in. So I got the season two recap. And she said, I don't know about the Game of Thrones, but you guys are talking about balls a lot. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, there was uh, there was that. And she said, you know, I, I was laughing. I enjoyed it a lot. And I think it would even be funny if I didn't know you, which is pretty high praise. Yeah, yeah that's really that's the, a, the real that's question. A, that's a good one. That's the one I, I spout off to people <clears throat> to go, if you want to get a feel for what we do, <laughs> season two review, baby. <laughs> yeah, the the real question, is she ever going to listen to an episode again? <laughs> that's a great, that's a great uh, question. She said that she wants to actually watch the show. And mm-hmm. I told her that if she's trying to avoid spoilers, we're pretty dangerous <laughs> territory and unpredictable as far as how far and how soon we're spoiling things. Yeah, I think season two, we talk about season six quite a bit, actually. Quite a bit. Yeah, quite <laughs> a bit, especially in the recap. So uh, be, be careful. Tread carefully. But if you've made it here, uh, you already know that. What uh, what did you guys like? What did you love? What did you hate? And what just got you solid as a brick in episode five? <laughs> you can Jeremy, take that in whatever order you want. <laughs> Jeremy, hit, hit it up. Well, it's the solid as a brick is when I'm just like, whoa. That's a, little, that's a lot I just meant like to. in your support for a character, you're just like staunchly behind them, like oh, rock okay. solid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In so your, for yeah. me, um, actually... I would say with uh, with Tormund actually in this episode, I like mm. the wall. I think that yeah. entire thing is awesome. I like John with Tormund where he takes you know the shackles off of him and says essentially like, "Hey, if we're gonna do this, if you really believe in me as you know as a friend as a leader, he's like we need to go get." And I don't remember if he describes them as our people or as the people, but he's trying to get you know, kind of this idea that we are one now, right? Like he's, I've, I've been with you. You've seen me kind of, you know, yes, I quote unquote, in your opinion, betrayed you, but I just did what I felt was right for us. 
and we we yeah. have now the stand up. And I thought that was really cool. That entire scene where um, they're talking about what they need to do, how they're going to take uh, the the ships from Stannis to go up there and get them. Um, it's it's just a really cool part. Makes then- it, they never they just gloss over that conversation as well, like. I kind of find it ridiculous that Stannis is like, yeah, you could take my fleet. I know. Every, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's a lot of resources to run those ships up there. Yeah. So, I mean, hey. I, I understand he doesn't need them at the moment, but it was pretty nice of him. Yeah, it's weird. And then Wouldn't with, happen in real life. With no. uh, Sam well as well, the, and Master Eamon with that conversation. Um, I, I think Sam's character is getting more interesting and we see him talking about kind of the meister plan as well or maester uh yeah yes is that the episode? i just don't have a note about it oh but I, or at least i feel like it's starting where he's starting to talk it to... very it yeah it totally could be I, I don't tend to write down a lot about sam uh <laughs> no offense to sam Tarly. i like him he's just he it's not noteworthy stuff right, right. typically and i, I think uh, but yes that is a good point yeah i think it's more just like we're starting to see that that trip which that's interesting mm-hmm. uh in the future as well so i just liked at the wall so if you're asking for rock hardness uh yeah. that would be torment ice cold and rock hard, rock hard. and uh yeah and, so and stannis so, leaves the wall and you have not been happy with him being there so yeah wins all around and totally and he's like uh, i love how the whole dragon glass conversation happens and he's like as soon as she's like got tons of that shit you know got like <laughs> sitting on a mountain of it um but interestingly enough doesn't offer it doesn't like you know say hey let's go over and grab some if this is actually going to be what's going to win this war for us it's true i mean it's it's a trip it's a trip. Yeah, but, but he yeah. agrees to come up there to fight the North, right? To fight yeah. this. And so yeah. knowing that, you would think that that would be a high priority. Yeah. Like a weapon True. to actually defend. I mean, because up until now, they've had nothing. And it's a great point. They did make that whole trek up North because of this other battle that Melisandre was now Right. realizing with Davos's help yeah. and then they just kind of ditch it. I mean, I guess the and theory they had... is they, they can't reasonably sustain everybody at Castle Black. So they need to take Winterfell to only have enemies on the one side, but it's a little loose. But do you, do you think they actually believe anyone in Winterfell is going to try to attack? I mean, that wouldn't make sense. That would be attacking a technically a, um, a, a sovereign country in its own, right? I mean, they are separate from everything else. It does. I just don't get the reason for going to Winterfell. I don't. I don't understand that. Yeah, I hadn't really considered that up until this point. Now I'm confused and slightly less rock solid. <laughs> it's got to be said. Well, let's get you hard. Please tell me what got you going. <laughs> oh, I. I think that my favorite moment in this episode was. Uh, well, before I just does anyone have any other wall stuff before I leave them entirely in the dust? Oh no. So uh, I got a couple great dragon moments in this episode, uh, and I, I like that a lot. Now I would be remiss if I didn't make a D and D reference in this one because there are literally dragons in a dungeon. So uh, Danny then takes all of these uh, wise masters and worthy masters and noble masters into said dungeon and rolls a nat 20 on her intimidation check and just scares the living shit out of most of them and uh, gets one burnt to a crisp and eaten uh, before then 
locking everyone else up, firing back against the uh, destruction of her Unsullied and the untimely death of Barristan Selmy. Yeah, what did, is, you, what did you guys think about the beginning there with learning Worm is alive and Lord Barristan is dead? That sucked. Just a slap across the face after kind of a relative cliffhanger last step. It is a it is a bit of a slap across the face. Rest in peace, Sir Barristan. A weird again, and you can't blame him for it. Grey Worm just doesn't know how to flirt. Uh, this is not the time really to be saying things like that. I understand the sweetness of what he did say, but also there's like a lot of weight to that. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I I couldn't fight, and I failed my my. <laughs> My brothers and Barristan sell me because of you. <laughs> because I was thinking about you. Yeah, women it's a, just make yeah. us weak. It's a bit intense, really. But so, uh, so you thought, so I just want to be clear, the dragon stuff, that was your favorite. Because to me, that was probably one of the most frustrating parts of this episode. Because Danny goes and visits them, and they're like, fuck you, bitch, don't come down yeah. here. But suddenly she goes down there and they only roast the one person that they push out 10 feet in front of them. It just it just seems like from all we know, those dragons are fucking pissed at Danny. but now they do her bidding. Yeah. I So yeah, we mentioned that a couple episodes back. It's not actually my favorite part, um, but the I had been thinking about it since we were talking and I think maybe what they're going for is we see a change in relationship with Daenerys and the dragons moving forward. And I wonder if it was like she was approaching them like, you know, a mother, like trying to right. just be sweet and whatnot the first time after Jorah said, like, oh, you can't tame a dragon because not even their mother, blah, 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 whatever. And, um, and then going forward, I, I won't say that they have a distant relationship, but it's more like, all right, no. This is what's up. So she's like alpha male maybe at this point right. a little and bit. That, and that makes more sense, I think, when you think about it that way. And that's kind of what I was thinking in the sense that she treats them, and this is more as a pet, right? Like where she mm. is the pack leader. Something uh, like that, yeah. But my favorite moment with the dragons was actually uh, just getting to see Tyrion's face uh, when, when you see Drogon fly overhead as him and Jorah are sailing through the ruins of Valyria. Which I gotta be honest, I'm a little bummed we see in the show. Because there is such this mysticism surrounding the ruins of Valyria. And uh, it's supposed to be like this. Inc- and obviously it's totally destroyed. Nothing left. Um, but uh, I just don't think there was any way for me to see this and for it to live up to the cool like built-up lore that it had in my head. Like, Valyria is supposed to be like, you sail there, there's a hefty chance you ain't coming back. Like, there are a handful of people who have made it to Valyria in the books and and returned, Uh, Theon's uncle being one of them, and he's gone insane because of it. So I wonder wonder if that fell a little short for uh, for a lot of people, but it it was okay. It was was fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Coming from someone who hasn't read the books, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Seemed like a I I like that was actually my favorite part of this episode, um, just because I feel like there wasn't a lot of like big notable moments in the episode. Um, not that I disliked the episode, but uh, there just wasn't a lot of of huge points made. Uh, but I like that part, and uh, I just like that whole scene where the rock person or whatever 
Mm-hmm. It's like just kind of stay. You kind of see them in the corner of the screen, and, you, and it's not really like in focus. And then all of a sudden, it just does this creepy like step off the edge and just drops in the water. <laughs> Part that for some reason that scene I just thought was super cool. It is, yeah. They did. They had a really good sense of urgency throughout the whole thing, and uh, it's the first time that we get to see the the effects of grayscale at their worst. And it's pretty uh, terrifying. Pretty terrifying. Yep. I was. Yeah. I, I was. Uh, not rock hard at the rock men. Yeah. What, uh, so what took down old Valyria? It's, it's only called the doom mm. and we don't know. Technically the popular theory is like some sort of supermassive volcano mm. or, uh, uh, asteroid or something, but, uh, it's, it's just some sort of crazy phenomenon that wiped the whole thing out okay. overnight. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. And then they take these rock men there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I that was just like an exile thing. Yeah, that wasn't something that was started there. It's like that, a yeah, leper like colony. Na- naturally, they just take them there. So then, Correct. in the show, I t- is that in the book too that they take these rockmen there, or is that just yes. in the show? Oh, okay. yeah. Same thing happens actually in the books, um, except it's not Tyrion with Jorah. He's with right. uh, other company. Interesting. What? Uh, so you're saying that few people have made it to Valyria and survived right yes but then how do they get these rock people there uh it's a good question maybe they just uh maybe they sail them off when they're still a little conscious and they just oh, okay. take the boats themselves i, I actually have no idea yeah, that's, they a, really great, don't get, that's they re- a good point <laughs> they really don't give a timeline of how long rock men live as well right i mean like that just is kind of yeah you yeah s- we have no we idea have no- stan Stannis says at one point to Shireen that she would either die quickly or grow up to just barely learn to appreciate the world before having it like taken from her. So, right. And she was a baby. So we have to imagine the, the process of going full uninfected to stone men level is like maybe a few years. Right. Right. Uh, it seems to go pretty fast. Uh, for somebody down the line yeah yeah again time is a construct but (laughs) we try to construct it together uh as as for my least favorite moments of the show i just kind of have a note here that i want to get your guys's uh i want i want you guys to probe me and uh just get a feel for this real quick miranda's kind of an odd character isn't she what do you think the point of miranda is I don't know. Because she's she's odd. Like it almost seems like she's supposed to be this weirdly wicked girl who at first you're like is she supposed to be like a almost redeeming mirror for Ramsey but then that's quickly debunked and then it's like okay is it the opposite way around and then in this episode the previous and the next we do get a little feel bad for Miranda for a second but then she just doubles down on Crazy. wickedness and yeah. I don't. I just don't really understand. And granted, not every character has to have a massive role in the, you know, the, the overall theme of every single lesson learned. But I just kind of don't vibe with her. Yeah. And why is she there? Where? In Winterfell. Uh, in Winter. Uh, she just came with Ramsay. Mm. Okay. Was she there when they captured Theon as one of the two girls when they cut his penis off? She was. Okay, I couldn't remember if that was one of them or not. And I think the other girl was the one that they hunted down later, but I could be wrong I about that. I believe so. 
yeah. yeah. Isn't that messed up? It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel I felt like she, her character role is to make you think that Ramsey isn't insane all the time. Like, by having someone to keep him busy, he's able to keep it under control. And that's where I think his point of, like, if I get bored, you know what happens if I get bored. So it's like yeah. you're playing with fire. Yes, I can be warm and, you know, I can provide the thing that you think you want from me, which is love, which is all fucked up. But, you know, you realize if you get too close or if I get annoyed with you, I will just burn you alive kind of thing. Um, and I think she realizes that in that sense. She does kind of have a very, like, Harley Quinn vibe, totally. I suppose. Totally yeah. agree with that statement. Yep. yep. Um, so maybe that's why I don't like her. I've never been a Harley Quinn. I don't like the Joker. We've established that as well. So maybe it's different strokes for different folks. And I know what strokes I like, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of, we get some jugglers. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh <laughs> Yeah, and we're we're right in the proper place to talk about them today as well. We get to see uh, Miranda in her full glory, and uh, just just a little butt action and some more implied from uh, from Ramsey Bolton, uh, and that's it, I think. Yeah, yeah I think, so noted. the other stuff that was so the whole Bolton stuff with with Sansa and Ramsey and Roos, I I think so. Now, you know, Ramsey is like, I am a Bolton. Things are going well in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to marry Sansa. I keep fucking with her with the whole death of her family. You know, <laughs> Roos tries to put him in his place, I'm assuming, when he freaks kind of a little bit of saying like, hey, I'm having a boy. Guess what? Yeah. That kind of fucks up everything for you after I just gave you everything you wanted. And I really didn't understand that political move because... His statement to him initially was like, you will be the heir unless I have a boy. And it's like, so you let him enjoy that for all of like five days, if that. So. Yeah, and but then they go on to have a weird sort of psychopath moment. Yeah. Exactly. Which is exactly in the opposite vein of that. It's like, yeah. you, you are my son, like blah, blah, blah. Like a very similar like Shireen Stannis one, except we don't like it as much. Because um, then he's like yeah, saying, he's like, hey, we got to protect the North because Stannis is coming to kill us. He's like, and I need your help because I know you're crazy. Yeah. I, I think it's probably meant to show that these characters are like superiorly untrustworthy and they are going so far as to be playing each other constantly. Each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, I guess is fine. It's cool. Uh, Danny's engaged. Is that what it means? I was what? confused on that scene. Is that where, like, is, is that essentially what she was saying? Is like, we're going to get engaged? I thought she was like, I'm going to find yeah. a suitor. Yeah, she says. Uh, she says, uh, "I will marry the leader of a noble house." And how fortunate that a fitting suitor is already on his knees or something, as he kneels in front of her. <laughs> so, I mean, he didn't. He didn't confirm, but I also think he probably didn't have much of a say. <laughs> now, I do have a very quick question about Hisdar Zolorak that'll come into play more in the future. But in the books, correct me if I'm wrong, Hisdar is confirmed to be the leader of the Sons of the Harpy, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And in the show, it's hinted at once in one line from Dario uh, that, you know, Dario basically says like, oh, I think they've stopped killing because, you know, their leader's going to be king, et cetera, et cetera. And when everything goes down later on in the season, he is like 
fake killed and dragged away, and I don't think we've seen him since. And so I'm very curious what that is, because in the show it seems to happen quite differently, but everything else sets up in a very similar fashion. So I'm just, I wonder if they're going for that or not. Do you guys get the vibe that he's like playing her? I don't know. I didn't know that in the, I didn't know that about the books. I have no idea. Not really that interested in that storyline, to be honest. <laughs> so I haven't really even been paying attention. Very would be Hans. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I fast forward. To that. It um, is. It yeah. It's fairly boring. Uh, but I actually think that that's what they're doing. Um, okay. I would agree with that in the books, and I actually think that in it's done really well in the show. Like you want to kind of like him right now. He seems to be providing honest feedback and like trying while also like encouraging her to open up the pits like there's we get a little bit of like maybe trying to get back to what they wanted with like the killing and controlling of crowds and also knowing what we know of like just an opportunity to maybe do more damage to her kind of like overall political strength there as well so i don't know it was a good point yeah i mean so far it's been hit and miss this season i think this episode was okay it's okay, we had some weaker ones to start things off, but it does slow things down. Just this skosh. We'll be looking forward to them picking up here momentarily. Uh, however, there is always some scone action to be found if we dig through the rubble deep enough. And today I have brought for you, the lovely people, a strawberry raspberry stone, scone <laughs> stone. From, uh, from Sunrise Bakery and Cafe in Cherlo Studio. Hey, it's yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so not 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 a rock hard sconer for you. Uh, you know it's uh, it's good. It's good. Was it strawberry or raspberry? I actually am still confused. Still, it is both. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. you were saying that like you were having a stroke there for a moment. <laughs> a, a scone stroke. Scone stroke. Scone <laughs> yeah, It's very possible, but uh, as, uh, as far as I'm aware, it's both. And as far as I'm aware, we'll have another scone tomorrow? Nope. Live. We'll have another scone on Monday. <laughs> we'll have more episodes to talk about on Monday as well. These people are going to develop trust issues. And uh, in the meantime, of course, you can find all our links to all our things at thronesandscones.com. And we will leave you with the uh, question, the question to life, the universe, and everything. You down with G-O-T? Yeah, you you know know me. me. And also 42. So, Tony, are you actually leaving a link to your thing? (laughs) Just just a straight straight dick pic on our website? (laughs) What I'm going to do is I'm going to select one word at random on the entire page and hyperlink it to my dick pic. (laughs) And uh, you're just going to have to go do some scowling, some prowling around to find it. What I'm concerned with is you said you're going to have links to all of our things. (laughs) And I don't remember taking or sending a picture of mine. Well, you didn't do either. That doesn't mean I don't have one. I own a camera and a ladder. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, it's for the people, all right? It's, it's for, for the good the of the people. people. And I won't, I, won't, I won't do the Jeremy Scone picture thing where I label them on the bottom. So <laughs> they'll have to use their imagination as to who's, who's, who's working with what. <laughs> Jeremy's freaking mangled mess from that vasectomy. <laughs> Like, what is that? It's called a, it's a normal growth. It's not cancerous. 
It's actually when I got the picture as well. So there's still like a bag of uh, frozen peas there. Jeremy's like, is this what it's always supposed to look like after surgery? <laughs> Doctor's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> totally normal. <laughs> <sighs>